welcome to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Each week these idiots pair cocktails with comic books. You can find the cocktails, drinking game rules, and playlists on the blog at funnybooksandfirewater.com. While at funnybooksandfirewater.com, you can also find a drinking game rule to play while you listen to each episode. You can follow us at Firewatercast on Twitter, and Funny Books and Firewater on Facebook and Instagram. This is episode 158, Gotham City Garage, part of our Motorcycle Month. Hey, and welcome to episode 158 of the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. This week we are continuing our month of Motorcycle Madness with Gotham City Garage, in which they are not in Gotham City, and they're never actually in a garage. Uh, so, uh, um, but there us, are motorcycles, there are motorcycles this time around, <laughs> unlike last week. But, uh, we well, have last week our, kind of had motorcycles, they were just space motorcycles. Yes, Say, thank sure. you, Adam. Yeah, because they flow the ship on the motor. See, I couldn't be here, but I read the damn book. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of not being here, our returning champion, we have Mr. Adam. Hey guys, it's Adam. Uh, I'm still doing stuff with Big Chunny Robot. That was kind of on hiatus for a bit, and then uh, we worked some stuff out so I can keep doing that. Uh, still figuring out what we're doing over at the Board as Hell podcast with Andy Wilson. Hi, Hi Andy! Andy. Uh, and then, of course, you can catch me over at Cinema Queens with our good friend Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. And this month, we actually are taking a book out, a page out of the Funny Books book page thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing biographies this month. So oh, yeah. good luck that with that. <laughs> well, I, we actually have some good ones. So we we uh, we're doing I love you, Philip Morris, which we just okay. recorded last night, which is a good movie about a horrible person. Uh, we've got Imitation yeah. Game. Uh, I am Michael okay. Boy Erased, and I can't remember the last one. But I mean, there there are at least some enjoyable movies, so that should be pretty fun. Okay. And, uh, maybe people will. It, maybe it won't be quite as depressing as when we did it. <laughs> oh my god, that month was death. Just. Oh, yeah. Anyway, not a wise choice. If you're ever making your own podcast, don't do a full depressing month. If you want to do a depressing book or movie or song here or there, by all means, rock that out. But don't do a full month of it. But it was funny because I was telling him that, because uh, I, I, again, I thought this week was Akira, so I didn't read mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's next week. Uh, so I, I showed him the first trade. You know, just it was like I showed yeah. him, he's like, you could kill someone with this. He's like, what's it about? And so I kind of told him, he's like, oh, wow. He's like, I was like, yeah, that's the first part of six. He's like, are you reading all six? I'm like, God, no. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to, but we'll we'll get into that. Next I do week. want to read all of them, but I just not for next week. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Okay, well, of course, we have our Hollywood elite, Mr. Jason. Hi, uh, I'm an unemployed writer in Los Angeles. Definitely one of the elites, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> and with your weekly late reminder uh, or update on the WGA news, mm-hmm. they voted overwhelmingly to approve the unilateral imposition of a new agency code of conduct. And assuming there was no last-minute agreement between uh, the WGA and the ATA by April 6th, the Guild could order its members to walk away from all of its agents who refused to sign the new code. So it's going to be interesting. Okay. I, was actually, I was about to ask you about that, so I'm yeah. glad you, you volunteered that information. <laughs> We've been getting weekly updates, actually. So, of course, by the time they come out, it's a month. It's, out, exactly, but, it's going to be three weeks late. Yeah, but whatever. So it's how it goes. Actually, I think no, never mind. That, don't ignore me. Well, uh, if, if we're lucky, we'll end up with other gems like the last time the strike happened, where we had that TV show where it was uh, ruin your life on TV for money. Oh, there were a few like that. It was the one where you have to go take a lie detector test, and then you have to answer the questions on air. Oh, yeah. Geez. That one was so mean. Oh, the be- my favorite one, though, was there was this horrible bitch who fully admitted that she cheated on her boyfriend or her husband mm-hmm. now and, like, all these horrible things. And they got her on the question where, do you think you're a good person? And she said yes, and that came back as a lie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, despite the fact that lie detectors don't work, but you right. know, it was just, no, I, I, I just love the fact that that was that will always stick in my head is the question that fucked her up. So, well, also, I mean, you get asked all those questions in a row, and then suddenly say, "Hey, are you uh, you a good person?" No, you're, you're probably <laughs> probably realizing maybe that's just not admit the case. you're. Like, you've already said how much you're a fucking bitch. Just admit it, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to think any less of you at this point. <laughs> yep. Well, and in honor of Batman's 80th birthday, we're going from Jason to Todd. Hey! hey. What's up, Todd? Hey, guys. Long time no see. I know, right? It's yeah, like I yeah. dropped you off at the airport yesterday. I know, and I went straight to work into Ooh. a great pile of work. 
Yeah. And that's what I'll say on air. Okay. So, hi, I'm Todd. Um, I reside in the Salt Lake area, and you can find me around town if you do say hi. Yeah. That's all I got? That's all I got today. Okay, and hey, I'm Brian. I'm a sound designer based in Southern California. I'm doing some shows for Lyric for the summer and a bunch of other stuff I can't really talk about. Uh, But so, jumping into Gotham City Garage. uh, Now, Todd, refresh my memory. This was based on a line of statues, am I correct? (laughs) Yeah, DC created had commissioned a line of statues, a reimagining of many of the female characters in the DC universe as uh, bikers. As, yeah, as biker chicks, for lack of a better term there. Bikers yeah. with boobs. Bikers boobs. with boobs, apparently. And then they had them, it's like, now we need to help sell this. So they're like, let's write stories towards these reimaginings. So it was uh, Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing were then assigned the task of, here are these statues, now make the story awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay, well, Mr. Todd, what is the myification for this book? The myification for this book is, I don't know how bikes work, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. It's future dystopian, you still can't beat the Batman. Well, or can you? Or can, or can you? you? Yeah, there is the question. That's right. Questions to be answered later, probably. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, so we got to have a drinking game on this show if we're going to go with the book. So um, we will start with Mr. Jason. Uh, mine's a pretty obvious one. Uh, it's called Ride Along. <sighs> Anytime they mention a ride along, take a drink. Uh, which ride along is a brainwashing Correct. Device. It's a mind control device. Mind uh, control device. Yeah. Yes. That happens within the book. Yes. Uh, and spoilers. also remind me at the end when I do my recommendation, I have a movie and a game. So remind me about the movie because I might forget. Okay. 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 Remember the movie. Okay. Got it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Lex loves you. Anytime they uh, say the phrase Lex loves you, take a drink. Uh, that is pretty fucking evil. Um, <laughs> of all the rules this week, I would say. Just pick and choose one. Don't don't do all of them. Yeah. For the love of God, don't do all of them. Or like we, we said you. before, yeah, one per page. Uh, even one per page would get brutal <laughs> on this book. Yeah. So we love you. We don't want you harmed. So you know, just just be be, be chill. Uh, take a sip. Take a sip. Yes. <laughs> a small. But sip. it just graze your lips. Yes. Yeah. Take That's a how you turn gay. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work on me. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your uh, drinking game rule? So mine's also pretty evil. It's called Vroom Vroom. Uh, every time they're on a motorcycle, take a drink. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Todd. Mine is Dick. I see what you did there. So Dick Grayson um, is on a few pages of this book. And as every time they make a double entendre, you need to take a drink. <laughs> Okay, probably the least of the evil rules we have for this week. Uh, Cool. Well, let's take a vote as to whether or not we believe it is worth our dear listeners' hard-earned time, money, and effort to go and hunt this book down and give her a read. Uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, It's a definite yes, and also if you're on Comixology, uh, it's on sale for like three bucks right now. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm a yes as well, and I actually look for it on DCU. It's not currently on there. I was a little bit disappointed by that because it's a little too Wait recent. Wait till eight. Well, yeah, it's a recent, and then DCU is also getting augmented. It's yeah. like April 10th or 11th. Yeah, for sure. Is when the um, real which my recommendation happens. has to do with uh, the DC Universe app as well because I am a new convert to it. I'm sorry, kids. You're going to be hearing about it a lot from me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mr. Jason, what is your vote? Um, mine is also a yes. Okay, and Mr. Todd. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, I'm actually surprised. I thought Adam would vote against this, to be honest with you. I'm a little surprised. Really? Yeah, I don't know. There's something, like, it, it was, it's a little fluff, you know what I mean? And it changes a little bit here and there. I, I didn't I didn't know if you would appreciate, or like, not necessarily appreciate, I didn't know if you'd like it or not. So I was No, little, I liked it. My only complaint just was the artwork, so. Okay. And that, well, and that got better by the time the book ended, so. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, then let's jump into. I mean, we're not. We all recommend that you should read it. So let's uh, go with um, songs for you to listen to while you listen to the or while you read the book. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your song for the playlist? Uh, mine is "I'm Just a Girl" by No Doubt. <laughs> oh, that's a good call. I like that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm stealing from Captain Marvel with that one. <laughs> oh, that's true. 
Mr. Jason, what is uh, your song for the playlist? It is Cells by the Servant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never heard I of do that not song. know. Yeah, I do not know if that. If you remember um, when the Sin City trailer came out years ago, the instrumental okay. version of this song was used for that soundtrack on the on the um, on the trailer. Okay. So once you hear right. the melody of it, you'll recognize it. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, mine is a song called "Beat the Devil's Tattoo" by the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. <laughs> Great band on record. I would never pay to go see them live again. You can get the same experience if you want to get the same experience of seeing Black Rebel Motorcycle Club live. Take a picture of the band playing on concert. Put it up on your background of your computer, and then turn your speakers up really loud, and you have the exact same experience as going to a concert, except for you can do this in the comfort of your own home because they don't fucking move for the entire fucking see, set. Jeez. I was going to say you should make a gif of it, but then you're like, oh, they don't move. I'm like, never mind. Yeah, no, work. they do not fucking move. Like, they don't move. Like, do they just stand there? And most, like, the time I saw them, it was all backlight, so you can't even see their faces. The only thing I gained from uh, from that concert was, oh, the drummer's a lady. I didn't know that. And, oh, two different guys sing the songs. They switch back and forth. Their voices sound so similar, I didn't realize that. You now know everything you need to know about going to a concert at Black Girl Motorcycle Club. Don't waste your money. Anyway, and nice. I love the band. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love the band, but fuck that. Uh, Mr. Todd, <laughs> what is your song for the playlist? It's Joan Jett's Bad Reputation. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Is that no? I'm like, is that in uh, Captain Marvel? But I don't think it is. No, I, that one precedes the '90s. It does. I'm thinking. It. I know it's in Kickass. I think because there's a yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's that, in that, Kickass. That might be what I'm thinking of. And and it's Ronda Rousey's uh, open entrance music on WWE. Oh, so. oh good. That that so, makes sense. Yeah. So th- there's your your little Maya input for the day. Since you can't be <laughs> thank with us you, today. Maya. Is well, he on his way to Seattle right now? Uh, I think he leaves tomorrow morning. I just know he's he's working extra to make some money to get there. So gotcha. All right. Well, there was a question I had for Maya, but I, hopefully someone else can open make maybe make this make sense for me. Who is Brada? Big Brada, Barda. It is Mister Miracle's uh, beau. Big Barda is Mister Miracle's wife. Oh. Okay, I have Mr. Miracle, the new Tom King run, actually, and I was going to crack yeah. it open and start reading it. But so I... you read that, and then you'll know who Big Barda is. Yeah, okay. she's part of the New Gods, and she hails from New Genesis. So okay, I that was the one character. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, so okay. yeah, so she's one of the New Gods. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, we have some playlists. We have a drinking game, but we need a cocktail to go along with this book before we send you on your merry way. Uh, so one for the road, Mr. Adam, what is your cocktail for this week? Uh, so mine's called the Kryptonian. Uh, you take one ounce of vodka, one half ounce of blue curacao, lemonade and Sprite to taste, two lemon wedges and three maraschino cherries. Uh, you're going to fill a highball glass with ice. You add the first, uh, four ingredients, stir, and then garnish with lemon wedges and the cherries. Nice. Mr. Todd, what is your cocktail for this week? Mine is a old classic manly drink called the Rusty Nail. <laughs> okay. So Sounds like something you just... serve in the bar, but yeah. No, it really is. So you have a, uh, you just have a small lowball glass with some ice in it. You take one and a half ounces of whiskey and three quarters of an ounce of Drambuie, which is a spice liqueur, and you just pour that over the top and drink. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Mr. Jason, what is your cocktail for this week? So mine is called uh, Brain Damage, uh, or as my referred to it, Dane Bramage, uh, which is how you pronounce it after you drink this. It is two parts Jägermeister, one part vodka, and one and a half parts gin. Pour all the ingredients over ice and stir gently, and then sip it very, very slowly. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. And don't use it for the drinking game, for the love of God. With uh, that, I mean, with the gin, though, would you go with something like um, like a tough, like a beef eater, or do you want something more mild? Does it matter at that point? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not, not, but I'm just like, yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. And my cocktail is a drink called uh, the Ride Along, which uh, Ride Along is a reference to the brainwashing uh, device that they have, or brain control device, uh, mind control device, I should say. Uh, so it's two ounces of cognac, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, one ounce of 
papal mousse. I don't know what this is, but, or mouse, mousse, papal mousse. One dash of orange bitters and three to four inches of uh, grapefruit peel for garnish. You're going to combine all the ingredients except for the grapefruit peel into a cocktail shaker with ice. Shake the shit out of it and double strain into a coupe glass and then garnish with the grapefruit peel. Uh, spritz the side of the skin down over the surface of the drink before adding it to the cocktail. FYI. Uh, yeah. So anyway, cool. Uh, does anybody have any final warnings before we send our uh, dear listeners on their merry way to go give this book a read since we all recommend it? Um, you now know who Big Brada is because I didn't know who that was. That's one of the few warnings that I would Big have. Barda. Uh, so that, uh, Big Barda. Big Barda. Big Barda. It's like calling her Brada. I don't know. Maybe it's the Southern California thing. I don't know. Um, it's the, all the surfers around here. But uh, any final warnings for anybody? No. Uh, I mean, it is a DC book. It is these characters, but it's definitely a strong reimagining of it's them. It's an Elseworld mm-hmm. story. So yeah. Elseworld. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's a. It's an Elseworld reimagining. So it's. I mean, they're still true to who they are, but mm-hmm. it's it's just yeah. Don't think like oh, what else do I need to know? You don't need to know anything. Mm-hmm. And you're just good to go. Yeah. yeah, you can kind of just jump into this. I mean, it, it helps to know who a few of the characters are mm-hmm. to kind of help appreciate the uh, the reimagining of them because there are some that switch from being good guys to bad guys and get you know bad guys to good guys. So there's a little bit of flip flop around there. Um, there's a there's a few things that I like that we'll we'll discuss later. So cool. Well, then we will give you a chance to uh, go and read this. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll play an ad from one of our Hello Sweetie podcast members. And uh, when we get back, we're going to spoil the living shit out of it. So that's your forewarning. Uh, We will see you on the flip side. While we take a break, here is a message from one of our fellow Hello Sweetie Network podcasts. Hi, everybody. This is Matt. And I'm Trevor. We're the co-hosts of the Nighthawks podcast, a movie podcast for people who like to stay up late. We've just joined the Hello Sweetie podcast network, expanding our podcast empire and bringing the world to its knees. Take a seat in the Nighthawks diner with us. We're going to talk to you about movies. We've got new movies, old movies, movies we love, movies nobody loves. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, and at nighthawkspodcast.com. Hey, that was pretty good. Do you think they'll listen? Uh, the good ones always do. I don't know how my yeah. microphone got muted. I didn't click on it or anything. Uh, you might have bumped it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, well, the mouse is way over it was the left side. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, maybe I muted it for you. You have that power? I doubt that. I do, yeah. actually. Yeah, see, look. <laughs> there you go. Jason, no talkie. No talkie, Jason. No talkie. But I'm and here to be back. so vocal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who wants to do Not the uh, summary? Not, Not it. it. Oh, Mr. Adam. The only thing that sucks for Adam to do it is it's hard to do on the digital. Yeah, that's true. All right, so there's this place called The Last City. Uh, basically, it, it, all the kind of shit happened, like the apocalypse, like World War 25, whatever it is. And so Lex Luthor rules this city, and everyone's basically on this, uh, has these things called ride-alongs that mute all their extreme emotions. So everyone's just peaceful and kind of gets along and does stuff. Uh, we got Barbara Gordon. She's one of the gardeners, kind of like one of the people who go out and kind of, you know, stop people who are these sense offenders. Well, they find this guy who is all of a sudden like, he's like brain shutting down, not working properly, blah, 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 blah. Not Barbara Karin. Gordon. It's, um, it's, uh, Karen, who, oh, yeah. who eventually becomes Supergirl. Yeah. So she's there and like, uh, this, these enforcers look like Batman are going to kill this guy. So she stops them. Anyways, we find out that Batman, he's like the real big enforcer of this. Finds out what happened. She goes home. Her dad's there. Batman breaks in and he just tells her, run, run, get away, go, go find the sun. So she jumps out of this. She blows up the like glass partition, like this dome, jumps out and finds out, oh, hey, guess what? I can fly because she's actually Supergirl and she has to have the yellow sun to get her powers. Uh, Batman tries to go after her with the enforcers and she's found by these, this biker gang made up of the Silver Banshee, Big Barda, Harley Quinn and Catwoman. They beat the shit out of all the bad guys, take her with her, they get back, and they meet Natasha Irons, uh, or Steel if you're nasty, who's kind of like their leader at the Gotham City garage, where they have all their, their gang hideout, and doesn't really trust her, but says, hey, come on, let her in. Uh, let's see, we fast forward a little bit, we see Jim Gordon with Batman, Batman kills him, and then we've got the team kind of going on uh, all the women going on this like kind of like Mad Max-esque thing to steal this truck to get something out of it. Everything kind of goes to hell. 
Uh, but everything kind of works out in the end. They meet this uh, really weird monster that we find out is actually Clayface. So he's kind of melded with the valley and can like put out these weird like little tentacles with mouths and everything, which is kind of weird and gross. Uh, and we find out they were trying to get this uh, solar detonation type bomb thing. They set it off. It powers up Supergirl, kills the other guy. And is that when they find Robin or Dick? Uh, I think it comes in a little bit later. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you see Supergirl. She's like lifting up a you know, big truck. And the whole thing is she's always believed in Wonder Woman because she has these illegal comics she's not supposed to have. And it kind of pans up and we see Wonder Woman looking down because apparently she's just kind of a myth thing. Uh, so now we go back and we've got Barbara Gordon. She's seen like a video that shows that her sister killed her dad. Batman saying, you should come with me to help avenge that. Uh, they meet the Joker, or Harley Quinn does. It's yeah. kind of weird. Harley Quinn, basically, after this, you start getting individual issues for like almost each character that kind of tie into mm-hmm. the whole thing. And this issue is mainly focused on Harley Quinn. Um, the Joker is sort of like this little an- anarchist uh, arms dealer. Sort of thing, yeah. So Harley Quinn's the main character. Kind of arms dealer, kind of hooks her up, and whatever. But yeah. And this is her kind of raising hell throughout Gotham and eventually getting into a tiff with Barbara Gordon. Um, we also see her yeah. uh, backstory Sorry. is uh, she's actually related to the uh, device that Lex Luthor uses to control people. She sort of right, des- uh, yeah. designed it until she realized mm-hmm. that it was stopping people from loving anyone but Lex. Um, yeah, when she left. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I took over that up issue for you. No, you're fine. Uh, and then we find out that she's there kind of causing shenanigans. She turns everyone's ride-alongs off, which makes them all just kind of laugh like the Joker gas tends to do. Batman shows up with Barbara to attack and do everything, uh, kind of get the piece down. They get away, Barbara gets hurt. Now we see Dick Grayson, and basically the whole team is planning to go to this like uh, kind of high-tech facility to break in to get something. So they're going through, they find the in the middle of it, there's like this supercomputer powered by the brains of all these people with like multiple PhDs. They get attacked by this weird robot monster. Uh, and as they're getting out, uh, Catwoman basically screws over Dick Grayson and Kara, makes them fight the monster alone. We find out the whole reason why that uh, they're trying to actually go in there is... Uh, Cyborg. What the fuck's his name? It's, it's Cyborg. She goes there, Cyborg's down below, and you find out that they've been working, they implanted this thing in him, and they've been using his mind to create all these different things, and basically, like, slowly torture him to death. So Catwoman pulls out uh, one of the mother boxes out of him, she goes outside, she buries it, goes back inside, and we find out that she actually is the mm-hmm. personal assistant, I guess you'd say, or, like, higher up in command to Lex yeah. Luthor. Uh, he's all pissed off. She goes home, gets scratched by her cat. Uh, and actually, this is my favorite one, is where you've got uh, Barbara and Kara both writing letters to each other. It's called The Two Letters, mm-hmm. and basically explaining to them like how they feel. Um, Kara's saying, hey, I wish I could have brought you, w- you with me. Barbara's saying, like, yeah, I know that you, you supposedly killed her father, but, you know, I still love you for it. And then she actually sees the video where Batman kills her father. Uh, and then in the long run, it works out that Kara goes to rescue her. It's a trap, though, because Batman comes after him. Uh, in the middle of all that, though, the rest of the Gotham City gang starts trying to attack in the city to blow it up. They get out, and they get away home free. Except the problem is that Batman put a tracker on Kara's bike, so while they're at the city, their garage, Batman comes in, everyone starts to fight him. He kind of fucks everyone up, and then who should show up but Wonder Woman, because she is real. So she and Batman have a bit of a fight. Uh, Batman kind of knocks everyone down, and finally Kara's like, fuck you, I'm an alien, I'm going to get you. So she starts to unleash her powers on him, and then they capture Batman, and they try to convince Wonder Woman to stay, and then we go back to the city, we find out they've been trying to hail Batman, but they can't because he's been captured. Uh, Catwoman's there with Lex, Lex, and just says, and uh, Lex says, hey, call in all these different people, call in my league, and we're going to go after them and get Batman back and get our revenge. That's the end of that, and wackiness ensues from there. So yes, indeed. Okay. One thing I want. Or so to... we assume, because I haven't read the rest. So well, neither. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. I don't know Not if yet. anybody else has. Has anybody else read the rest? No. No, I do. There is one more trade. So there is an assumption <laughs> of wackiness. Assumption of wackiness ensuing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like the format of this. I kind of like that there was an overarching story, but then individual stories for each of them. I also kind of like the fact that I like Batman as a villain. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and like having all this like super force of that, like that, that sort of alternate idea of having, you know, 
all the uh, all the female superheroes be the rebels and be the main characters of it and you know batman being the bad guy actually was kind of fun and i kind of liked it um but uh what are other people's thoughts so i really enjoyed this going through here i mean so it's definitely an elseworld story so with that you've got kara gordon and you're like kara wait she's like she's blonde is that like oh it is supergirl as you Mm -hmm. go to find out and you've got gordon's like gordon's supposed to be this good guy and he's saving his daughter and yet he's working for lex luther he's like what's going on here so you have this issue with her trying to figure out what it is and as she gets introduced to the rest of the world you are as well and they do a decent job as her playing the role of needing exposition Mm -hmm. but you you've got these um other people and they what i really like they still feel true to character as with some of these other characters you've got catwoman showing up and is catwoman good is she bad it goes back and forth you can't really tell but you know it's still there too but they're also um they're there united and they're there for i mean they're saying the opposite of fear is freedom so casting batman in that light of the enemy is batman the enemy is fear and that's what he wraps himself with against his enemies and they're like, we will not fear this guy. And we can, like, you know, united, we can take things on. And it's got a good, fun message to it. And it's got a fun little aesthetic going on with them all being, like, biker gang members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, Mr. Jason, what are your uh, thoughts? So, I, I agree with um, Adam a lot in that is issue five, in which uh, Kara and Barbara each write each other a letter. That's definitely the strongest issue uh, in the volume for me. Um, to me, it, most of the book hinges on uh, the relationship the girls have with each other, and especially Cara and, and uh, Barbara. Um, it being an Elseworld mm-hmm. story is a bit of a... I know it, it, it. I think without those relationships, it wouldn't work for me as well. Um, Batman being a villain, I can definitely buy. Uh, he is that... Um, sort of dark and single-minded that he could go that route, but I still haven't gotten to the reason why he would be Lex Luthor's pawn yet. Um, so I'm curious to see exactly how that is explained away. Um, yeah, I mean, there are definitely uh, parts of the book that I, I do enjoy, like um, all of the double entendres with with Dick Grayson, uh, the idea that Clayface left the old Gotham and just became Bart, part of this barren desert landscape was pretty cool but it it sort of meanders a little bit and it's it's the storyline is a little um wacky until it really gets into high gear in the uh fourth and fifth issue um yeah but mm-hmm. over, overall i enjoyed it and the relationships between the the girls are all fun um yeah mm-hmm. i can hear people having sex yeah. in the apartment next door <laughs> um so way to Ooh. go are they just trying to get back to you, Brian? Mr. Mr. Adam, uh, what are your thoughts? No, so I, I do think it's interesting that you thought I wouldn't like this because I was kind of hooked from you know the first page. It was you know again it's an Elseworld story, so it's interesting to see you know set in a world that we're not used to. Because I was a big fan of the Injustice game where Superman you know finally kills someone. You know he kills the Joker because of what he did to make him kill Lois Lane and his kid. And so you got this whole timeline that's completely different than what we're used to. So I always like seeing those spinoffs and those interesting takes on the mythology that we think we know, but we don't. And it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was, you know, it reminded me of a, a movie I'm going to talk about at the end of this. And I, I didn't like the art at all. The art really, really bugged me at first. And then, you know, it, it changed a couple times throughout just the way that the story was made. Uh, but no, it was fun. It was interesting. It was, you know, girls kicking ass, which is always cool. Is able to see a different take on characters kind of uh, a new take on Harley Quinn, kind of showing her <clears throat> the badass bitch instead of the Joker mm-hmm. being, instead of being manipulated by the Joker, she kind of manipulates him. And it was just a lot of fun and interesting. And it was, it was, it had the whole Mad Max feel too, which Mad Max Fury Road is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. of all time. So you throw that in there, coupled with the other stuff I like about it. And it's just thoroughly enjoyable. I mean, is it going to change your life? No, I mean, like this is a mm-hmm. fluff comic. But at the same time, you don't always need to go out there and dive into like a meat and potatoes type book to enjoy it. Sometimes you want that popcorn yeah, novel kind you. of thing. Okay. So. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I, I felt like, yeah. I guess my thought was is that we've read other things where it changes artists and it changes uh, character 
like, or, or at least not character, but like it, it changes perspectives every issue that you had a hard time getting into. I felt like this was done pretty well, so like I can see why you did like it, but that was where I was suspecting you might not have because you've had issues with the other ones in the past. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and the art thing generally does mm-hmm. bug me, but I always have a problem where the art changes yeah. and gets worse. Mm-hmm. And with this one, it just progressively yeah. got better. So that by the time you finish the book up, it's that's the artwork I wish they would have had mm-hmm. all the way through. But it was like I think issue three or so when it just kind of clicked and it got a lot better. So I just have problems when it when it changes and then like <clears throat> yeah, there, there were some one shots where it was um, you know it was like it was Harley's story or this story or that story, but in the end it all kind of tied into the final mm-hmm. part of the story. Uh, and as as Jason said earlier, the one that meant the most to me was the the tale mm-hmm. of the two letters because the whole as Jason said, the whole point of the story ends up hinging on that relationship between Barbara and Kara. And if it wasn't for that to kind of bring it all together at the end, it it would have been a lot weaker for it. And would have just been that, oh, it's it's you know, motorcycle bitches fighting Batman and bad guys when this really had a point in that there was the reconnection of the two sisters because of the bullshit that was happening back by Lex and Batman and everyone else. Um and I, I still have the fact that, you know, before Barbara even found out what had happened, that Batman did kill her father, that even mm-hmm. though she said, like, I should hate you, mm-hmm. she's like, I can't. And I think mm-hmm. it's because deep down inside, she knew her sister well enough to know that her sister could never do that. And then she got her, the evidence later on that showed that, hey, you know what, this gut feeling I have was right the whole time. And, and sometimes even in life, you've got to go off those gut feelings. Sometimes, like, you know, all logic and all science is saying, hey, this is... This is the way it should be, and your gut says no. It should be this. Uh, now, unlike anti-vaxxers, no, you're mm-hmm. wrong. You're stupid. Um, no matter what your gut says, but there are all those times you have to make that leap of faith, and you know it doesn't doesn't always work out for you, but sometimes it does, and then you can look back and be like, well, that's mm-hmm. I was right. So, anybody else have any thoughts that they want to bring uh, into this? I, I would like to point out the um, supreme moment of badassery when uh, Wonder Woman. Um, smacks down Bruce. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Surrender Agent yeah. Luthor. Never. <laughs> I respect that, but it was not a request. Uh, that's uh, that, that's pretty well written. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. a really funny <laughs> line, actually. I, I remember that. I'm like, yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah. that was pretty bitching, yeah. actually. Yeah. That was really good. Jason, have you read um, near the beginning of this show we've been doing? We read uh, Wonder Woman have the Hecatea. Have you by chance read that yet? That's a fantastic yeah, book. You really should. It, you can get it cheaply. Yes, now. Probably <laughs> now cheaply through the DC Universe. Or there's also the uh, Greg Rucka. They released Wonder Woman by Greg Rucka, his earlier run. And it's part of that. When we first did it, it was like, what were the books? Like yeah, I had to hunt it bucks? down in hardcover because like it was out of print. And then they just brought it back. <clears throat> like like two weeks after we recorded, they brought it. Like they released it as a soft cover. So yeah. like we all spent way too much money to hunt yeah, that book down. Yeah, it's eighteen okay. bucks um, <clears throat> on Amazon for the paperback, and that's actually by a third a third party okay, vendor. Cool. I think it's even cheaper on Comicsology yeah. or sure. the DC app. I will look. That it up. is most definitely worth awesome. a read. But, but, it's awesome. But yeah, if you like yep. if you like that takedown moment, got it. Go read the Wonder Woman. Yeah, the it, it's basically yeah. a battle between Wonder Woman and Superman or Spider uh, Batman. Wow, Batman from okay, the cool. entire yeah. book. You know, and Wonder <laughs> the Woman one who's not a god. Loses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nice. Why? Yeah, and it's only ten bucks on Comicsology right now. So, if we're feeling good about stuff, we can go into final grades. I don't know if there's anything else people want to discuss before we do that. Uh, I think I'm pretty good. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Then for self-contained, even though it does lead into another book, um, what is your grade, Mister? Jason. Uh, C. I mean, it, it wraps up a key emotional storyline, but the battle is clearly just beginning. Uh, cool, Mr. Todd. It's also a C as well. I mean, the big baddie is definitely Lex Luthor, and you've got Batman captured, but what happens next is really the question as it goes on. So, cool. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, I'm also to C as well. And, you know, this does, as Jason said, type of the story point. But it leaves things dangling, and there is, really is no sense of closure. This is just, you know, Act One of wherever yeah. the story is going. Okay, um, I'm I'll go mm-hmm. with the C as well. I mean, like I think that each individual issue is kind of fun to read on its own as well because you get the different characteristics mm-hmm. of it. But you, you know, like so that that makes it feel like it has sort of an interesting, okay ending. So it's not necessarily like an F, but there is still more story to go. And I was actually interested in reading more, so uh, that's actually kind of a good sign for this, I guess. 
So, for the writer for Colin Kelly, did anybody else write this? Oh, and Jackson yeah. Langsing. Yeah. Uh, for those two writers, uh, what is your grade, Mr. Adam? Uh, I'll go with a B on this. You know, it was it was entertaining. It was a, un- a cool, unique take on uh, the the DC world, like in being Elseworlds. It threw in some fun stuff, like the the whole Mad Max feel to it. Uh, but again, it really does come down to that mm-hmm. that issue five between the the two letters, which really boosts the whole story up and gives it a lot of its emotional heft. Uh, and without that, it would have been a lot lower. So uh, a strong okay. B, Mr. Uh... Todd. I go to B minus. It was getting better as it went along. Like they were still trying to figure some things out and it wasn't as um Yeah, it's a B minus. Okay. There you go. It got better as you read it, it got better. So yeah. Cool. Um I I generally kinda like this. I think I'll give it a good I think I'll give it a solid B. Um in general I just I really did like this book. I thought it was a fun Elseworlds tale. Um and I liked that that the uh I liked the the each character kind of got their own starring issue, but they did a really, I felt like they did a really good job of interweaving them all into sort of a semi-cohesive storyline that goes through everything and sort of their rebellion against uh, the Lex empire. And uh, Mr. Jason, what is your grade? Uh, mine is also a B minus. Uh, I did enjoy it. And issue five is definitely the best one, um, uh, but it is a little bit uh, imperfect, imperfect and, and sort of meandering in parts. Uh, but if you do want to read, as the writers described it, uh, an anti-fascist anthem for the open road, uh, yeah. it's it's up your alley. Um, okay, for the artist, and there is a lot of names here. Uh, Brian Ching, Aneke, uh, Carmen Carnero, uh, Javier, 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 holy crap, Javier Pina, uh, and Yoshi. Jose yeah, Marzan Jr., Live Say, Don Ho, and Richard Friend. There we go. See, I can't do names. I don't know what it is about my hang-up. I'm really bad at saying names. Uh, cool. Uh, well, then, Mr. Jason, what is your grade for art? Uh, I'd give it a, a B-. minus. Um, it definitely got better at the end when uh, Anek and, and uh, Carmen Carnero uh, were taken over. Um, okay. I wasn't a huge fan of... And I guess I guess this, this is... Uh, probably more an apt criticism of the uh, statues, but they're all in bare midriffs, which yeah, I, we, we can have some variety here. They didn't all have to be in that. Um, yeah. Not that I am as a straight male am complaining, but it's still just <laughs> one note. It's just one note. So, yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, okay. Uh, Mr. Todd. You know, I'm going to go ahead and for the art, I'm going to give it a mm-hmm. B. I mean, it got better as it went along, but it was fun. It was energetic. It was moving around, and yeah, I give okay. it a B. I had it had good kinetic energy qualities. I yeah. enjoyed. Well, uh, and I'm I'm gonna get, also give it a B. I think they did a good job of like giving you the feel of the open road. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of those kind of vibes with that. Um, so I actually really liked it. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your grade for art? Uh, so I'm at a C plus. You know, this as I said before, the the artwork steadily gets better when they change artists up. And I really wish they would have maybe just had one or two artists on it the whole time, especially the ones who ended this run in this trade. And yeah, Jason mentioned, like, I didn't really think about it, but for a book that's so girl-centric and girl power positive, I mean, yeah, they don't need to be in midriff yeah. the whole time. And I'm saying that as a gay man. And honestly, I have, I have no problem with the female body. It doesn't gross me out or anything. But it's kind of like when, you know, you oh, we've got to put them in boob armor because, you know, shows that they're women. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I mean, it does make sense if you're in the middle of the desert and it's fucking hot outside that, yeah, you'd probably wear a little bit less, skip, more, a little more skimpier clothes. But, again, it does just play kind of to the male gaze and what yeah. guys are looking for when they're, they're reading the comics. So maybe that, that was there to kind of offset the whole girl power thing so they wouldn't, you know, get their feces <laughs> hurt because they're such poor little incels. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, again, if, if they would have started out strong instead of improving as it went on, I would have liked it a lot more. But it, again, it ends on a strong note. So Cool. Um, then for final grades, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the solid B. I felt like in general, I liked it. Um, I felt like it was, uh, I, thought, I thought it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of the criticism. I just feel like that kind of runs in line with my votes, uh, my grades for the 
other things I voted for for art and writing. Uh, Mr. Todd, what is your grade? I had fun with it at the end of the day, so I'm going to give it a B as well. I mean, there's a lot of things to nitpick about it, but as you keep reading, I think it just keeps getting better and better. So I was much more excited at the end of it than when I first read it. It didn't grab me right away, but I've really been enjoying it at the end. So yeah, it's a solid B. Okay. Uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, so I'm going to go with a B minus. You know, the the artwork was a big sticking point for me at first. Uh, the the writing was pretty good. And again, especially, and I'm, I know I'm on broken record, but mm-hmm. issue five was the best part of this whole thing. And it really lifted everything up. So I'm, I am kind of interested to see where the story goes. Not enough to go out and jump into a trade right away. Maybe down the road when I have time. Uh, but I had fun with it, and it's it's definitely a cool read. Cool. So, uh, and Mr. J, uh, I am also at a B minus. Um, echoing Adam again, uh, two letters is fantastic, and the relationship between uh, Supergirl and Batgirl is a wonderful uh, little story to re- to uh, be a part of. And uh, and the dick jokes aren't bad either. So cool. That gives us a GPA of two point eight five, which is not quite a B. It's a little bit above a B minus. Um, but that seems pretty yeah. fair for our assessment of what this was. Uh, cool. mm-hmm. uh, the other thing I just wanted to throw in there a little bit is a quick little recap. Three of us were at WonderCon last week, well, the weekend after we did this. Um, we ran into a friend of ours, a friend of the show, uh, our friend Scotty, who works for Skybound. Ah, there we go. <laughs> who works for Skybound uh, Comics. I uh, just want to say, hey, Scotty. How you doing, hi, man? Hi, Scotty. Hi, Scotty. Hey, Scotty. Jason has some friends we want to say hi to as well. Jason, who are we saying hi to? Yeah, we're saying uh, hi to my friend Amber in Chicago. Hi, Amber in Chicago. Hey, Amber. And a few of her friends who are also listening and buying comics as a result. So thank you, friends of Amber. Yes, and we're sorry to be a bad influence on you, but you can thank us later. (laughs) So cool. Um, So next week, as we've talked about all this month, we're leading up to, we're reading Akira, uh, which is a famous, um, you know, it's a famous uh, Japanese comic book uh, about uh, motorcycles and uh, post-nuclear fallout and uh, the uh, the Olympics, oddly. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but we'll be reading the first collection of that uh, next week. Um, anybody have uh, anything they want to mention about that book before we go on to recommendations? It makes a hell of a lot more sense than the anime. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's um. There's a lot of editions out there. Some you can read left to right. Others are right to left. Some are colorized. Others are just black and white. It's all the same yeah. story. <laughs> Valid point. Uh, cool. Yeah. So if you if you are new to manga and you haven't uh, you don't know really how to do it, the the whole you know back to front right to left thing it takes about ten pages to get into it. So once you do that, you're fine. Uh, with other manga we've read for this. Uh, podcast, mm-hmm. but if you pick up like the paperback editions, which uh, you can get the first one on Amazon for yeah, like nine that's bucks, what I got. so it's not too expensive. That one is this is the standard way we read comics of left to right, yeah. front to back. So you know if you're really hesitant, because I mean it's a three hundred page book, it's a it's a hefty one for just you know volume one. Uh, that you can pick it up in a way that would be easier to read if that's how you want to do it. It's not on digital, so you're gonna have to go out and actually mm-hmm. pick this one up. So, but, but yeah. worthwhile, I think. Um, yeah, no, definitely. And I read the first hundred pages like yeah. a half an hour, so it's not. It's yeah, a quick. Most read. time, I have I, I find uh, manga to be very quick reads in general, um, but uh, I still enjoy them. Uh, they just sometimes feel like I'm wasting my money because I read them so quickly. But that's a totally different issue. So cool. Uh, so recommendations, uh, Mr. Adam. Do you have any recommendations? Okay, I have two. So uh, the first one is. The moment this this book started out, uh, it made me think of the movie Equilibrium, mm. which no one knows about. It was made, I want to say, mid-2000s. Uh, it takes place in a futuristic society. Everyone has to take a drug every single day, a pill, that evens out all your emotions. So, like, your your highs and your lows are gone, and everyone just kind of uh, placated, and, you know, they're pretty much just happy to live and be a fine... Well, Christian Bale is this enforcer who goes out and finds people called sense offenders, so people who actually don't take their medication... And he also rounds up and destroys anything that could cause emotion. So, like, artwork, music, movies, the Mona Lisa, all that kind of fun stuff. Well, one day, guess what happens? He misses his dose and starts to actually feel emotions. So he kind of goes from being this, like, high-up enforcer known as a cleric to people leading the resistance. Uh, it's a fun story. It's really interesting. But the really, really cool thing with this is that the way they fight, I think it's called Gun, gun Fu or Gun Kata, 
basically they they are fought they learn martial arts but they also fight with guns so it's almost like they sword fight with guns like in all these big battles it's really fun to watch the cinematography is really cool and it's a fun little movie that no one knows about so it's called equilibrium it might be on streaming you could probably pick it up for five bucks used uh it's got christian bale tay diggs uh sean mm. bean and of course sean bean dies in the first 20 minutes that's what he does yeah. in movies <laughs> oh no you, you, the moment you meet him you know he's mm. going to die uh and it's it's the fight scene at the end is really, really fun. So it's it's really cool. And the second recommendation I have, uh, it's a little uh, card game called One Deck Dungeon. And basically it's set up to where you and one other person, or up to four if you uh, buy the expansion, uh, it, it's like a half-hour game of D&D, and you all play through one deck of like 50 Ooh. cards. And it, I'm not going to go to the mechanics of it. Basically you're rolling dice, you put dice on cards to overcome them, and when you run out of cards, because time passes you descend into the dungeon. Every time you descend, it gets harder and harder until you get to the boss, and then you can beat the boss or not. And you get experience points, so you can level up and get more skills and potions and stuff. But it's like 15 bucks, and I spend a good three, four hours playing like six, seven games. Nice. It's a ton of fun. Okay. So. Todd and I played a lot of games of the DC deck building game. Over the- <laughs> that one's yeah. really fun, too. Yes. Oh, and then I know um, Maya's not here, but he would recommend... The Lord of the Rings, a living card game by Fantasy Flight okay. Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked it up a couple years ago, didn't like it, because apparently I misunderstood one of the rules. And I saw him yesterday, and he was gushing about how much he loves it. So that's that's what I know okay. he would recommend. So. Cool. Nice. Uh, Mr. Jason, do you have any recommendations? Uh, yeah. So uh, there's a podcast, uh, Larry Wilmore, Black on the Air. Uh, it's got an entire episode devoted to the WGA fight. On the latest episode, he has uh, Trayvon Free, who's a writer-producer from Daily Show, Full Frontal, and HBO's Camping, uh, who also happens to be a member of the WGA negotiating team. So it's an interesting podcast to listen to if you are curious to hear more about that. Um, I'm going to recommend two things, both of them on DCU. I apologize. (laughs) I'm a new convert. It's going to be what it is. Um, One of them is the TV show uh, Doom Patrol. Um, I love the comic books and I'm obsessed with the TV show and that's really what caused me to buckle down and uh, get, uh, uh, get the DCU app. Um, the other thing is, uh, I would recommend there is a there's three little shorts. It takes you five minutes to watch it on the app, <laughs> but it's it, but it's called uh, Batman of Shanghai. It takes place in 1930 Shanghai, and at, like each episode follows a character in this little story. The first one is Catwoman, the second one is Bane, and the third one is Batman. I thought it was cool as hell. I've watched it twice. Uh, it doesn't take very long to watch it, but it's actually really kind of this fun little short thing um you can find it underneath the i think shorts is what it's underneath in there but it was fun and worthwhile and like like i said it only takes like five minutes to watch the whole thing because like each episode's like a minute and a half or something like that so uh anyway yeah that's uh that's my recommendation there uh mr todd do you have any recommendations yeah um i think i kind of alluded to the hikatia mm-hmm. with wonder woman mm-hmm. that's the most definitely read if you enjoyed this as well and just piggyback on that dcu DC Universe app is, um, they've got comics on there as well, and the guided view on your big screen with it is fantastic. Yeah, I was checking out some stuff on that, and also, I mean, you can read them on your phone, or like, which I kind of like having comic books on my phone, so that like, when I'm sitting there waiting for a table at a restaurant or whatever, I can read them, and I have to haul a book around with me, so I have a a few I've been reading that way as well. Right, and they did announce this past weekend that they're increasing the library to, um, come mid-April to 20,000 titles. I thought it was 200,000 titles. 20. Was it 20,000? Okay. 20,000 plus. It was a lot. Whatever it was, it was a lot. Yeah. So 20,000 plus titles um, come mid-April, and it's just included. So, yeah. So it's finally the answer to the Marvel Unlimited subscription that's been out there for a while. Does it have a better uh, working UI? I think it does. I don't. Well, I don't know about DCU. Uh, I don't know about Marvel Unlimited, but DCU's it's it's uh, it's it's viewing for comics is actually pretty good. Their TV okay. series are pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, the only thing is, I think uh, I've heard that. Uh, well, I, I watched a, a little. They have like little DC University things, stuff like that. And they had one thing on reading uh-huh. comics on your TV. I've heard that, like, based on that, like the Roku may work a little bit better than like an Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I, they're they're talking about a menu at the bottom of the screen that I could never fucking get to, um, <laughs> so I I don't know about that. But uh, but I was reading, I was checking out uh, what was it, Batman Hush this morning. Um, I was I was uh-huh. looking through some of the art on that and watching watching that, and that was actually pretty cool. 
Um, so, uh, yeah. And then they also, I mean, they have Batman animated series on there. So I was watching some of those episodes. And then, like I said, they have Doom Patrol and the Swamp Thing series that they have coming out. We saw a preview for that at WonderCon. That looks gorgeous and really cool and creepy. I'm really excited about that one as well. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to go back and catch up on uh, um, Titans. And I wish they had the first two seasons of, uh, of Young Justice on there. They only have the third season on there, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, so it goes. The only thing I, other thing I wish they had on there, actually. Yeah. Well, the two things is one is the original 1966 Batman series. I wish that was on there. And I wish um, Smallville was on there. Those are two things I would like to watch and not have to pay extra money for so <laughs> sure there's not any there's zero of the cw shows are on there right yeah. now and you don't have the live actions chris nolan onwards yes on there but you can definitely get your fix of your lois and clark you know with dean kane if yeah. that's you're into you can watch the aquaman um pilot that they shot that was a spinoff from the cw show that never got picked up that thing is pretty uh awesome and terrible in its own right so and Birds of Prey in its entirety is on there too. Yeah, yeah you say that, yeah. but have you really watched it recently? That show's oh, horrible. Oh yes, I watched that first episode and I was just amazed with like, now, wow, this is like so nineties. So there was this moment at the con where they were talking about I can't remember what they're talking about, but they're talking <laughs> about how I think it was the writers panel we went to, and they were talking about yeah, it was the Bensons. It was the Bensons yeah, talking about, and they were talking about how they're like, yeah, Birds of Prey would be a huge hit right now, and Todd and I just kind of knowingly look at each other, being like, well, if it wasn't a piece of shit, yeah, but like <laughs> <laughs> it was a crap. Like we, I've never made it to the first episode like it was like because todd was like it's you have horrible. to watch this and we, so we started watching it and after after a while we're just like are we really gonna watch all of this because i don't I'm like i'm I, I gotta check out like there's just no way so yeah um and then one thing i actually want to give a warning about because we, we talked about it the, uh, the so the hecatia is still out of print in uh in paperback or hardcover format if you see it for a cheaper price on amazon be careful because there are uh, there's like a German, a Chinese, and like a French version out there, and so, they don't tell you that unless you go to like the fine print. So see yeah, it that. it's where it is reprinted. Is there's Wonder Woman by Rucka Volume One, and it yes. is the first part of that. Yeah, and that's actually like a three a four hundred page book. Yeah, uh, it's on sale. For, it's on sale right now for like thirty percent off. So if you want to read that, which you should, either get it digitally for ten bucks, or you can just buy that for twenty, and that'll. Let you jump into not only that story, but like another 200 pages of Wonder Woman stuff. But it's highly recommended. Just don't buy the individual ones. I mean, you can get the hardcover for like 50 bucks if you really want the that experience. But you can get the the kind of omnibus for a much better price. So. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Does anybody else have anything else? No, I think, cool. yeah. I think we'll put a fork in this week's episode. Once again, hi uh, to our friends from Comic-Con and WonderCon and Chicago and yeah. Utah. And hi, Sheena, if you're still listening. Um, and hi, Yay. Lena. We know you're still listening now. Uh, <laughs> we might have convinced Lena to be on an episode, by the way. So uh, That'd be great. Maybe. We're going yeah. to try to finagle. Uh, cool. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, we will see you next week for Akira. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us. Please rate us on whatever service you listen on. And remember, at least we're not cinema queens. <laughs> <laughs>